Welcome to Inspiration's Beauty Show. This podcast is not only to inspire you to achieve the skin of your dreams, but it's to teach you on how to care for your skin to get your dream skin a reality. Learn with me as I combine my inspirational and spiritual side, along with my skin enthusiast and professional and educated mind. I'm your host, Danielle Cerrone, self-made skincare practitioner, certified esthetician, business owner, beauty blogger, and now Inspiration's beauty show host. My intentions through this outlet is to educate you so that you know everything there is to know about skin and how to care for it. Not only will this podcast help spruce up your skincare routine and uncomplicate the beauty industry, but I'm here to help create you be your own skin master. Each episode will cover a topic to bring you closer to that master status. And the best thing is that this industry is always growing, so we will be learning a lot together. So are you ready? Let's go, Inspirational Beauties. It's learning time. Hey there, beautiful listener. How are you doing? Did you enjoy last week's episode? I hope you gave that one a listen because it will make a lot more sense when you're listening to this one. Um, I've already had a lot of you contact me saying you've learned a lot, which is everything that I want. So I'm so happy. I've also had a few of you asking where you can get some of those products that I've mentioned and everything that I talk about or um, like the products or specific services are typically ones that I retail or something that I offer. So I try to make it really easy for you guys to be able to learn about something and then be able to source it out as well. Today we're at episode two of season two and today we're going to be talking more about exfoliation. It's the second part of the exfoliation topic. This topic was a big one. I told you that in the last episode. Hopefully we can dive in a little bit more and educate you even further based off of what you learned last week. So getting in today's episode, I do want to reiterate and remind you guys, as I did last episode, that there is so much controversy and convoluted messaging and information around exfoliating, actually in skincare in general, but specifically in exfoliating, that is our topic today. Um, Maybe last episode, it gave you some advice that was not typical, something that you haven't got before. Maybe it's the complete opposite from what you're used to or what you've usually gotten and I encourage you to give it a go or maybe even blend the advice that you learned from me last week with maybe advice that you've got previously blend them try them together or try each suggestion on their own and see what works best for you I really want to highlight and encourage you guys to stop copying what others do just because it works for them and allow you to find your own skincare and your own services that serve you and your skin. And although, like I said, through this podcast, I encourage you to try to go against what's always popular and um, finding your own skin and skin traditions and skin products, you never know what the results are going to be if you listen to some new advice. Last week, we talked a little bit more about the basics in the sense of like, what's the purpose of an exfoliant, what options are on the market, and a few of my personal and my client faves. So today I'm going to be giving more advice on how to up-level your exfoliating, um, 
And we're gonna really dive in about how exfoliating can damage your skin, what to watch for in your skin, and how, um, how to see if your exfoliating practice is helping your skin or not. It hurts my heart because many times, actually more oftentimes than not, people purchase an exfoliant to treat their acne or help with their aging or decrease their pigmentation. And actually the exfoliating has just heightened these skin's negative responses. It worsens your original condition or maybe it's causing another issue within the cells. That's why my intention is to navigate this a little bit more with you and to continue your skin education um, and product knowledge and to always remember you're in training to be your own skin master. That's truly my goal here is to educate you so that you can learn and treat your own skin. The truth of the matter is exfoliating can literally make or break your skin. Like literally make or break. It can either turn your cells into new cells, regenerating cells, creating that result from being mediocre to bomb, like where your results are next level. Or it can literally break your skin, causing these harsh cuts or even micro tears in the skin. So harsh cuts we can see, they are literally like little tiny cuts that um, are visible to the eye. And then the micro tears are unfortunately cuts that aren't visible to the eye. These lead to blemishes, increased sensitivity, potential scarring, and a lot more other issues. Once you've caused this damage to your outer most layer of your skin, which we know is the epidermis, your skin will then likely blemish, whether it's one or a cluster of them. It could get a, like produce a rash, scarring, like I said, and, this, and spreading of bacteria, which is what leads to those blemishes. And the idea when we're exfoliating isn't to continue this damage. It's not to continue to spread bacteria within our skin. So if this damage has happened in our skin from prior um, improper practice, we'll say, learning with me and learning through these episodes is what we're going to make sure that we can keep that short-term damage rather than making it long-term damage. So we're going to learn how to stop overdoing it. Treating damaged skin, and I've said this in previous episodes, treating damaged skin is always more expensive and takes a lot more time than if we just drop whatever practice we're doing that's not serving our skin. People often say, well, you know, I'm not done with that exfoliant and I just bought it and I, you know, I don't, I can't return it and I don't want to waste money. But actually this thought isn't really accurate because it's going to cause you more money or cause you to spend more money down the road because we're working on repairing those cells and all that damage that you would have just created. So unfortunately, if you can't return it, I really do encourage you to just put it aside or toss it because it's not serving your skin. Exfoliating too harshly or too often can also interrupt the skin's natural progress of shedding its old cells and making room for new cells. This is because once you've exfoliated, the skin has then sent messages to the cells saying, hey, we're in regeneration process. We are now creating new cells. We're becoming healthy and glowy, make way for new cells. But the next thing we know it, if we're exfoliating, we're interrupting that important process. So over one exposure of exfoliation is going to cause text or decrease the texture in your skin. But then if you're going to continue to do it, that's where you're actually causing the texture within the skin. Oftentimes people think that they're going to continue their exfoliation because their skin's dry. And that's likely what the texture that you're feeling. So as you're continuing to exfoliate and you're exfoliating too much, you're creating this texture within your skin. 
And you're right, your skin does feel dry, but it's actually from exfoliating. So the last thing you wanna do is continue that exfoliation because it's just gonna exacerbate and continue that dryness. So what you should be doing is actually stopping the exfoliation and then add a hydrating serum or even a mask. And of course, drink lots of water. You're in repair process at this point. You don't want to regenerate. So on the opposite side of the pH level, when talking about over exfoliating, you know, those texturized bumps, the dryness that we just chatted about, the redness and the irritation. But on the other side, over exfoliation can contribute to oily skin. It's so common that people are exfoliating daily or very often to try to manage and control and limit their oil production. But the skin's natural defense, when it feels compromised, like that dryness that we were just chatting about when you're over exfoliating, when it's defending itself, it's secreting oil. Oil is our skin's natural lubricant, but also our protective mechanism. So actually what's best to control your oil if you are an oily type is hydration. You really want to focus on hydration serums, drinking more water, and using hydration masks. Since our skin can't produce water or like that natural moisture on its own, our skin produces oil. Oil can be heavy, it can be greasy, it commonly clogs our pores. In addition with the oil, the dirt and the bacteria get stuck to it because the oil is very tacky, which is what creates, again, that texture, the pores, the blemishes, etc. So over exfoliating can actually also cause those pores to stretch and widen. You're not giving time to the skin to actually heal on its own. It's literally going to do the opposite effect of you, what you're thinking you're doing, exfoliating to shrink your pore and to control your oil. You're actually telling your skin that it needs to protect itself and it needs to create this barrier to help uh, protect your skin. When people tell me they exfoliate and their skin is super dry after, or they don't like exfoliation um, or even products or doing that practice because it stings or after their, their skin feels so itchy, that's when I know something is going wrong. This means that they're either, again, doing it too often or using a product that's not suitable for their skin or using too many exfoliation products. Always remember, if you once loved this practice of exfoliating or maybe once loved that product and it did wonders for your skin, that doesn't mean that your skin hasn't changed. Maybe you've outgrown that product or that practice. This is where people get often confused and continue a practice that's not serving them. So be mindful of your skin changing because even though it might be a product that you once loved, doesn't mean that your skin is actually loving it anymore. Especially as you age, the exfoliants that you once have chosen likely are different than exfoliants that you're grabbing now. Let's up-level your personal skincare knowledge so that we can really make sure we're avoiding damage. So now that we know to be a lot more cautious with how and what we're using to exfoliate, let's talk about ways that we can listen to our skin better so that exfoliating and the practice we're doing is actually making cells and making our skin incredible rather than breaking it down. Okay, so right there I just mentioned two ways that you can start watching and learning your skin. So let's recap on those two. So watching for texturized dryness. This is what feels scaly or bumpy, um, almost like sandpaper, a really light sandpaper. 
The other way is to watch for the excessive um, oil, the consistent oil secretion, the oily film. So now a few other ways that you can watch your skin that may be telltale signs that you need to reconsider how often you're exfoliation or what product you're going to be using. So you really want to watch for easy redness and flushing within the skin. This can be either after you exfoliate, but it also can be after you cleanse or even get out of the shower. So even though you might not have exfoliated, if you're exfoliating too often, your skin is going to be heightened in the sense that it's going to be sensitive. So even though you're not exfoliating and you just got out of the shower, something so simple, if your skin is compromised, it will have a response. Or maybe you have permanent redness, something that you didn't have before, some permanent redness on your cheeks. This point, unfortunately, that seems like it's a longer term damage issue, but we can still correct and treat that. Another common symptom with compromised skin is breakouts. Breakouts with dry patches. This is common and very frustrating for people because they don't really know what's going on. They don't know what products to use because they're thinking their skin's oily because it's breaking out. It has bacteria and those breakouts are normal um, presenting like acne. So they have the whiteheads or they're the clogged black, black pore. So they're confused because it has that bacteria in it, but around the skin or even the skin that's not breaking out is actually very dry. This also could be a response from improperly and over exfoliating. So in order to obviously avoid these things, we really want to make sure that our exfoliation practice is a good one. With creating a really good exfoliation practice, we need good aftercare. So like I said, exfoliating changes the pH levels in our skin. This does create a a vulnerable surface. So without protecting that barrier after you've exfoliated, that can lead to many issues. So for best results, short-term and for long-term, you always, always, always want to be applying a serum or moisturizer at minimum or a hydrating mask and then your serum and moisturizer for best results, of course. So since exfoliating disrupts the pH level, creating that vulnerable surface, it's allowing for more trespassers to sit and absorb into the skin. So as we're changing the pH level of skin, this isn't a bad circumstance. This is actually the purpose of exfoliating. It's one of the purposes that we are choosing to use an exfoliant to change that pH level. But the aftercare is where this protects the cells, protects the vulnerable skin, and it is exactly what changes the game. So we're creating that pH level change, but then balancing it and protecting it with that moisture. So if you exfoliate and you don't do anything after, not only are you going to have those trespassers, trespassers and the invaders, but your skin is going to be incredibly dry and you're going to go back to that cycle of being rough in texture and your face is going to feel so stiff. So all those movements are going to feel like your skin is cracking off. Your skin's also going to look dull. The fine lines are going to be really apparent, even though you've exfoliated for all the opposite reasons. You wanted that glow, that radiant, tight, dewy look. But unfortunately, without pairing the aftercare, your results won't follow this intention. So using a hydrating mask is always important. This is a way that you're telling your skin, hey, don't worry, you're safe, you're protected, and I'm nourishing you, and there's still some good to come. This also will help balance out the skin, eliminating any dryness, tightness, that dullness, so that hydration is creating that glow. Because it's sloughed off those dead skin cells, you're putting moisture in the skin, that is a beautiful glow. So now that your skin has 
had products applied to it, those products are actually going to absorb and penetrate deeper and feed those cells on a deeper level, which allows your products to absorb greatly. You get to use less product, which is always awesome. And this is going to help healthy cells to balance out that pH of your skin that we were just chatting about. So when we're talking about the pH, we're meaning that now it's balanced rather than at an unhealthy state. So when our skin is at an unhealthy state, either it's too dry or it's too oily. That's the imbalance of the pH. So that's where exfoliating and applying that moisture is really balancing and neutralizing the pH of our skin. Remember to also think of it as you're applying your moisturizers and your hydration as a barrier to your skin, making it much harder for other bacteria and free radicals to invade. So you're doing so much greatness just by simply adding moisture into the skin after you exfoliate. I should clarify and mention here that using salicylic acid on a pimple after exfoliating or a pore serum um, or other serums that aren't strictly hydrating is okay. You just want to then layer the hydrating product after the fact. So here's an example. I love to exfoliate with my Zoe Sonic and I use my Age Well exfoliant on top of the Zoe Sonic and I move it around my face. This is still very gentle, but it gives me an effective deep clean. After I exfoliate, I apply my Arbonne Hydration Cheat Mask. I leave it on for a few minutes. I then remove it, but I massage those products. So whatever's left, the residue that's sitting on my face, I actually massage it into my skin. I then grab my salicylic acid spot treatment and place it on the blemishes that I have. I then grab my Audacite Pore Serum and place that on my nose and my chin. I then grab my PCA Hyaluronic Acid Serum and apply it generously around my entire face. I then finish with my RE9 Night Cream. That's a perfect example of treating the skin, exfoliating the skin, changing the pH level, using a spot treatment, using a pore treatment, while still having the main focus of hydration. Something also important. The biggest mistake that I see once clients learn how to exfoliate their skin properly and that they're using a product that they absolutely love, they start overdoing it again. So even though they're overdoing it at first and we change that habit, they love this product, they love the practice, and here we are again overdoing it. So my message to you is that if you're loving your results from exfoliating, don't think, oh my gosh, I'm obsessed with these results, I'm going to do it more. Because that right there could easily mess up your glory of all the results that you just got to, and now we're shifting back to the category of over-exfoliating, induced sensitivities, trauma to the skin, potential long-term damage, and the cycle goes back. This is commonly because clients overdo it because they get trigger happy and they're loving their new skin, they're loving their new products, and it's just self-induced. So remember, we're avoiding that and just stick to the practice that you've put in place. You love it for a reason, (laughs) don't alter it. In last week's episode, I mentioned a few things that I said I would explain in further detail. So let's go through that. I mentioned that using a scrub or using a bead exfoliant on dry skin isn't the best idea. And here's why. So as I mentioned, a scrub is usually a larger, harsher grain. Using an aggressive product without a doubt will wreck your skin. It's going to wreak havoc. It's going to cause those tears. It's going to create uh, micro tears within your skin. It's just all around not a great idea. So if you have a scrub, one's a little bit more aggressive, use it for your feet or for your body. Exfoliating on dry skin, even if it's not a harsh exfoliant, can unfortunately do the same effect. So this is where using something aggressive or even being too aggressive with that porcelain sensitive skin of yours 
adding water helps soften the exfoliant, helps break down whatever it is that's in the exfoliant that makes it a little bit grainy, and also creates that gentle glide across the skin. So not only is it beneficial to activate the exfoliation product, but it's also really helpful to move and circulate and actually glide on top of the skin surface. Another thing that I quickly need to explain is when you need to exfoliate the areas that only need it. So I said, you know, use it like a spot treatment. If you want to focus on your forehead, focus on your forehead. I say this because why mess up something good? So if you're noticing that your cheeks look really nice, or your forehead looks really good, but your nose is what's bothering you, that's okay. Just exfoliate your nose. There's no right or wrong. It's really about what your skin is needing at that point. Because if your nose is what's bothering you, but your cheeks look really good, your cheeks don't need to be exfoliated. So it's okay to skip them. Maybe you've experienced some of these concerns, or maybe you're just wondering if you should put exfoliation on pause. So if you have active acne, exfoliating will make this worse. Not only will it be really painful, but it will be spreading the bacteria topically and under the surface. So if you have severe acne and it's active severe acne, I would suggest just don't exfoliate and come to see me first. This is where adding a treatment plan is a really good idea using um, products that are specifically based for your skin because likely with acne you have a lot of sensitivities kind of paired with that, potentially even allergies paired with that. So let's just keep it you know, simple and work together. If you are really, really wanting to use an, en- or, uh, use an exfoliant, I recommend using an enzyme-based exfoliant. Again, you and I can chat together and make sure that we're choosing the right enzyme-based exfoliant for you and that your routine um, is suitable and can complement an exfoliant. Another option is using a BHA, for example. Um, but again, please, let's chat first so that we're creating a safe and effective plan. The same applies here for those who suffer with rosacea and or uh, broken capillaries. So again, let's just always play it smart. Let's just stay on the safe side. Let's get in touch first because maybe exfoliating isn't what your skin needs right now. Maybe it's not the product that would be the one that I recommend. Maybe it's not the treatment that your skin um, would benefit from. So it's always really good to customize to what your skin is needing at that point. Let's get into the myths and facts about exfoliating. Let's see after what you've learned from this episode and last week's episode if you can decipher which one is a myth and which one's a fact so in order to have healthy skin you must exfoliate once a week but multiple times a week is best that's a myth aggressively rubbing your face with a face cloth and or an exfoliant is a great way to get good results this is also very effective to lift off that dead sticky skin this is another myth if your skin is dry and flaky your skin needs to be exfoliated. This is another myth. After you exfoliate, you should not feel dry, tight, crusty, like if you were to smile, your face would snap off. Fact, you should not feel this way. Your skin should actually feel plump, cared for, clean, light, hydrated. After you exfoliate, you should always, always be applying masks, serums, and moisturizers. Fact, exfoliating is bad for your skin and it should never be included in any routine. This is a myth. Exfoliating is not bad for your skin. So let's get into that. The last myth that we heard, exfoliating is bad for your skin, and it should never be included in a routine. This is not true. 
So although we've talked a lot about what could go wrong when exfoliating, I've also mentioned a lot of the benefits in last episode, and we touched on them throughout this episode, how exfoliating is actually brilliant for your skin. And it's something that I do in almost all of my facials, um, especially if the skin can tolerate it. I exfoliate in my own skincare practice, my own skincare routine, and our retail products that are exfoliants. So not only do I believe in the effectiveness of the treatment, I also believe in providing a product for clients that they can use. The benefits are listed in the other episode, and I'll briefly mention them here for you. So we talked about the regeneration of the cells, the sloughing off of old cells. That just means lifting off old cells, um, creating that natural tightness and glow, eliminating the appearance of fine lines, potentially even uh, minimizing the depth of the fine lines, helping with scarring, the discoloration of scars, or even the depth of the the scarring, um, improving texture of the skin, improving pore size, allowing for product to penetrate deeper, controlling oil. So it's kind of wild to hear about all these benefits when I've just explained how over-exfoliating can actually be the opposite of all of these benefits I've just mentioned. But it's true, these are the benefits. But it's also true that if you over-exfoliate, it creates the opposite effect. So let's get into how exfoliating can help shrink your pore. Since we know that over-exfoliating can stretch your pore, let's talk about the benefit of how exfoliating is really important for this. I like to explain it like this because I'm very visual and I think this helps understand what a pore, how the pore responds. So if it's been raining for days and the sun doesn't come out, what happens? A puddle forms, right? So what happens if it continues to rain? Like it's raining and raining and raining and there's no sun in sight. That once small puddle now has become deeper and larger. It has grown in size. It's holding more water. Well, that's exactly what happens to your pores if you never exfoliate. That pore is going to continue to stretch. It will deepen. It's going to hold more bacteria, hold more dirt, more makeup, more oil, more dead skin. The size will continue to widen. It will continue to deepen. The color will darken. The texture becomes worse. So where exfoliating helps lift the dead skin, helps control the oil. So exfoliating is actually very important and it needs to be done. We just want to make sure that we're doing it correctly. By no means were these last two episodes bashing exfoliating. And I hope that that wasn't what you took away from this. I am just here sharing the unfortunate truths of what can happen. My intention is to help clear the air with skincare and help educate properly. As you can see with this topic alone, just on exfoliating, it can get so convoluted and you can get so many different tips and tricks and advice. One person can believe in exfoliating and the other person maybe just sees it as harmful. The secret is truly doing what feels good for you and what improves your skin and changing up maybe your routine so that you can find what feels good and providing you with results. Just remember to always do things smartly, safely, and look for some proper advice. I hope this brought the concerns that you had about exfoliating to the table, and I hope it educated you on how these concerns can damage your skin and how it's important to be concerned about it, but also how we can reverse the damage once that may be done and how we can up-level our skin by adding exfoliation to our routine. I am so happy and grateful for your time. 
I am so blessed for your trust and for tuning in with me. It's always so much fun. I'm always so blessed to have your support and to help educate. It's truly a passion of mine and I really hope you learned a thing or two. Next week, I'm chatting about pores. Like, what is a pore? What are other names for a pore? Since we talked about pores a lot in this episode, I felt that it was a really good segue to talk about this topic because again, there's so much to learn about this. So we'll chat with you next week on Inspirations Beauty Show. Stay internally and externally beautiful, all you inspirational beings.